Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Podcasting presents House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her here. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now, here's your host, Kim Zolciak Beerman. Welcome back, you guys, to a brand new episode of House of Kim, where we unapologetically share the ups and downs of our unpredictable life. And just like you guys, always trying to find a way to inspire and increase positivity in our daily lives. Okay, moms out there. Oh, boys. Oh, boys. Oh, boys. Had to rush cash to the ER again. Again. She's back, guys. We're going to be bringing Brielle on in just a bit and let her tell you about the wild time that she had in Miami that I was around for a lot on FaceTime for the Super Bowl and where she ran into one of the most well-known rappers in the entire world that knew who she was. Who she was. She got a text message, or I got a text message, me and Ariana, 2 o'clock in the morning. He knows who I am. He said, what's up, Brielle? Yep. She, I was like, is that all it takes? Like, is that all it takes, sweetie? <laughs> and speaking of the Super Bowl, love or hate him, I happen to love him. You can learn from Tom Brady in your own personal life, and it comes down to one thing that has zero to do with football. Yep. We're not getting into the football talk. Total different talk. Get a call from the school, uh, from the nurse. Cash is crying. He hurt his arm on the playground. Croy usually goes to a place of like, get back in class. <laughs> and Cash has been like having stomach aches and like needs a Tums from the nurse and more often this year than any other year. Yeah. And we'll start off by saying that Cash is, uh, out of all the kids, probably dislikes school the most mm-hmm. he uh, he likes his friends he likes to hang out with them he likes the fun time he enjoys pe and things but he's like his mother but when it comes down to the logistics of school where you have to learn how to write learn how to read do math problems study do research reports like he gets so annoyed so quick and frustrated when he when he can't maybe understand something and then just kind of wants to shut down and just give up on it. It's or, like his mother. <laughs> or just move on from it. So And Croy can't understand why KJ, aka Croy Jr., loves school, gives it a hundred percent, gives it a hundred percent in PE and a hundred percent in math and re- gives it a hundred percent every day. Well, that's great. Good for you, KJ. I'm proud of you, son. I am proud you are my son. I am just as proud of you, Cash, that you're my son as well. Um, I understand that you don't like school, and I actually hated it as well. And I totally understand where you're coming from. But Croy, he was like, Croy Jr., he loved school. Oh, I didn't love school. I had I had, I had, had issues with loved- authority, so I liked to challenge authority. So I would I would argue with teachers a lot on, on certain things. Oh, I was, I was good at school. I was really good at school. I got good, good grades, and I didn't have to study too hard. Um, but 
but yeah, that was, it wasn't like I loved school. I loved football. I loved sports. And so school was, was rewarded me with being able to play sports where I grew up, you know, like that was extracurricular. So that was what kept me kind of going. There was nothing that kept me going in school, not a friend, nothing. The only thing that kept me going was my cigarette outside or in the girls' locker room. Oh, my God. Okay, that's all I liked was my cigarettes. So my question a lot of times with Cash, though, is, is he using a situation to kind of get him out of school? Maybe mommy come pick me up. Maybe. Will you not say that out of the three boys, he's the toughest? Yeah. No doubt. Right. So, so when if he calls, Cash, and I'm if like. Cash is, so Cash is a Leo. If you know anything about astrology, horoscopes, whatever. Um, he's very prideful. He's also very into his looks and he, he's just a badass. Yeah. And so when the nurse called and said he's crying right then and there, I was like, eh, that's weird because he, he wouldn't be crying in front of a nurse or a girl or whatever you want to say. She's a woman, but I mean, he wouldn't be crying in front of the opposite. I don't think he'd be crying in front of anyone because he's too prideful. Yeah. So that was like my first red flag. Well, he's on the phone with Croy. And Corey's like, what happened? He's like, well, I was jumping off the swing and I landed on my arm. And the nurse basically says she thinks it looks fine. Yeah. No big deal. It looks okay. Yeah. I I said, can I see on FaceTime? Like, I, I need to see. Like, I need to see. So they call me on FaceTime. I looked at his arm right away and I knew something was wrong. I said, mm. So Croy, usually I would like put the phone on mute and be like, hey, Croy, what do you think? And I'm like, not this time. Cash, we're on our way, babe. See you soon. Five minutes. And so Croy didn't actually say anything. He got in the car and went and picked him up. Well, so when I had first picked up, she's like, hey, Mr. Beerman, it's the nurse here. And, you know, Cash had a fall on the on the playground. And, and I said, okay, what do you think? And she says, I don't think it's too bad. It's It, it looks okay to me. And I said, okay, was there any tears? And she said, ah, uh, I think a few. And I said, okay. So then, he, then she put him on and you know, what happened? He said, I jumped off the swing. And I said, well, did, did you get to finish playing recess? And he says, no, I just kind of sat there. And I said that, okay. And then, um, big red flag right there. Then I said, what happened after that? And he said, well, basically recess ended. And then I came here to the, to the nurse. So he just, you could kind of tell in his voice, you know, like there are a lot of times where I got so much going on or I'm not quite in tune with the, a conversation of this nature where I don't listen to the undertone, like the underlying feeling that you feel from somebody communicating to you. And so I, I could tell that he was a being genuine. He wasn't trying to like use a situation to, I said, have you taken all your tests today? Cause sometimes they're smart oh enough, you know, God. we're like, I might get out of a spelling test and not have to do it till the following Monday or something. He said, no. I said, well, do you have anything else for the rest of the day? He said, really? No, they had uh, art and, and another special or something. And, so to me, it was, it was kind of like, well, yeah, like there would be no reason for him not want to be there. And then I could hear and, and kind of feel. So I was with you on this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Croy went and picked him up. Yeah. And when he got home, this is really funny. I'm in my office with Ariana and she's like, uh, where's Croy? And I said, oh, he had to go pick up cash uh, at school. He hurt his arm on the playground today. Mercury's retrograde. And we'll talk about this at another stage, but Mercury retrograde, I mean, like everything's fucked up. Like, you know, like everything just gets 
it's just nuts. Like, you know, documentation gets messed up. And if you haven't healed something with your partner, you're probably going to heal during that time and injuries happen and more car accidents happen. It's just like a three week period of hell, I feel like, but also can be a blessing. So always during that time, I'm like on high alert, but I said, yeah, I think cash, you know, hurt his arm, whatever. So cash comes in my office and I, it's his right arm. I automatically say, I know I can see it. I have like a very specific eye for detail. It's a blessing and a curse. And I, I already saw it. I just knew. And so Croy, I said, Croy, you don't think it's swollen? He's like, yeah, I mean, slightly. So Croy leaves my office and Ariana looks at me and goes, how much you want to bet that he's going to get a tape measure? <laughs> I said, Ariana, no, he's not. What do you think he walks into my office with 30 seconds later? A tape measure. <laughs> and he's measuring the difference between his right and his left. And then he says to me, he writes with his right hand, so I expect it to be a little bit larger. I'm like, is this guy for real? Well, that is true. It, it will be. It's your dominant hand, so it will be slightly more developed and, and larger. I mean, nobody's nobody's exactly equal. One earlobe is bigger than the other. One eye is bigger than the other. Like, nothing's exactly equal. So if we're talking like two, three, four centimeters, yeah, we got a problem. You know, half a centimeter, and eh, maybe we do, maybe we don't. I was feeling around on it. He's really, really tough. He kind of winced. I had him kind of twist and then they don't know where it hurts. Jump. Like, yeah, they don't know where it hurts. Like they, they don't know how to like right. fake an injury. Right. So, eight. yeah. So, so I, I don't really tell him what I'm doing. I twist and you see him jump. It's like a natural reaction. He jumped, you know, so I'm like, oh, there is, you know, there's some pain there and off to the emergency room they go. Yep. So Croy takes them because I have to pick up the other kids in about 45 minutes and Croy, he's never on his phone. Like the ringer's never on. He doesn't answer the damn phone. Like I talked to him on the way there. I'm like, hey, he's like, okay, we're going to get in the room. And I said, call me, you know, as soon as a doctor, um, you know, lets you know what's going on. So I call him. He's like, okay, well, you know, he does answer that. He's like, we're going, you know, to get x-rays right now. And, and then I don't like hear from him for like 45 minutes and I'm blowing his phone up. Like the girls, if I call them right away, they answer like Corey just doesn't even know where his phone is half the time. Oh yeah. So long story short, the doctor says, yeah. Uh, definitely, uh, there's a bunch of fluid there in the elbow, which is preventing us from basically seeing a fracture, but I can almost guarantee you with how much fluid there is there and the swelling that there is a fracture. Yeah. So they put him in a sling. You got to treat it like it is a fracture. Like it is a fracture. So they put him in a sling, bring him home. And I can already tell that he's stoked. It's his right hand. I don't have to write at school. (laughs) I don't have to write shit on my Valentine's day cards in a couple days. Like life is good. Next morning, we got an appointment first thing, 8.30 in the morning to get a cast put on. Head over there to the orthopedics, get upstairs. We start doing the cast. Mind you, yes, it's your child. Yes, you love him. Yes, you don't want him in pain. Yes, you know, like all these things. But I do have to say it is quite inconvenient these things happen. It totally like disrupts your your routine it's disrupting our work patterns i'm not even responding to text messages like this is a whole to get the first cast on was a good hour and a half now did you hear what i said i said the first cast because we had to get two (laughs) it's a lot yeah i was gambling online during the appointment (laughs) while croy was sitting there with him because all he wants is his dad he goes through phases of like only wanting croy only wanting mommy it's like so he wants his dad which is totally fine by me they wrap the cast I'm talking to the nurse. She's actually from Connecticut. We're talking about how good food they have in Connecticut, the best food in New York and all pizza. And anyways, I'm just trying to like pass the time. Cast is on. We're good. We're out the door. We got a waterproof cast. Yeah. Much easier. Kaya, 
broke her arm or wrist. Yeah, her wrist. At school a year ago. And the nurse called and said, I think it might be okay, but it was definitely broken as well. Um, I guess it just happens at that school. <laughs> We're all good. You pay a little bit. I think it was like $75 mm-hmm. or something to get the conveniences. The convenience like of a no waterproof. Yeah, it's great. Kaya also had a waterproof cast. They can shower with it, all that good stuff. So we go downstairs. I'm like, okay, I have to go pee. And like, I'm really weird about public restrooms, but I'm like, I have to go. So. They're like, all right, we're just going to wait here. So I run, go TT real quick. I come back out and like Cash's upper part of his arm, which his upper part of his arm, he has muscles at eight, but I don't know. You can look on my Instagram. He had muscles when he was born. It's like mind blowing. <laughs> um, and so he's like itching it. He's like, dad, it's itching. It's, it's bothering well, me. He said, he said something, something right here is like pinching me. And they put this little tape strap to let the tech know where to cut it off at. And that was kind of sticking out, so I, I was maneuvering that, and he, he was like, I said, how about that? And he said, no, it like, it's, it's like getting me right here. So I, he was kind of trying to stick his finger down there, and I was like, hold on, let's not do that, you know, because you don't want to mess up the padding. And, and He's like, uh, it's burning. I and said, that, and it, I said, you know what? Yeah. Corey said, all right, well, oh. let's go back upstairs. So we go back upstairs, and they know us here, by the way. KJ broke his leg at two, Kaya broke her wrist, and we're back again. Like, they know exactly <laughs> who we are there. They're like, oh, right. my God, it's another beer man. Yeah. So they bring us back right away, and, and the guy was asking us questions. He was really sweet. He actually put Kaya's cast on uh, last year. And so I said, you know, I don't know. Like, at this point, just take it off, and we can assess it because something's weird. And when they took that cast off, you guys, it was red as shit. Yeah. And the tech said, or nurse said, um, that when kids complain of the burning, the itching's normal and the tightness is normal, but the burning part of the cast or that feeling of burning is definitely alarming. And he had a very bad allergic reaction yeah. to the material. He had super, super red in particular where he was complaining of. And then it had like the waffle print of the padding, which they say is normal, but like it's only been on his wrist 10 minutes and it was pretty significant. Yeah, it was pretty uh, So doctor comes in. You know what? We've we've only had this happen two other times. I think he's having an allergic reaction. Corey's like, do you have Benadryl? She said no. So I was going to go and get some. I didn't end up getting him. Do you have Benadryl cream? No, we're not allowed to give that. Blah, blah, blah. So Corey sticks his arm in the sink. He's washing it with soap and water. Next, about five minutes later, it's still bothering him. Corey does it again, like a thorough wash, towel, soap, shit everywhere in the office. And and about five minutes later, it was pretty good. I like get it calm down. It ten. ten, yeah, it was pretty significant. Now yeah. I'm allergic to tape adhesive, so I wasn't overly like shocked that Cash would have that kind of reaction because my I get more like whitehead pimples, like yeah. very painful wherever the yeah. tape is. Mm-hmm. Um, this was heading in that direction. So she said, "Listen, we can put the same waterproof cast on, or we can do the good old cotton, good old trusty old." And I was like, "You know what? I'm not even trying to risk it. Like it's now eleven o'clock. We've been here three hours, and let's just put trusty old cotton on, and we'll figure it out." He only has to have the cast on for a couple of weeks, and then I'll be in a sling and like a arm splint or whatever for a few more weeks, and then we're good. So they wrapped his arm back up again. I still was trying to figure out though, like why. What was the reaction from? I, you know, we, the material. Well, but the pat, you know, the padding on the inside. I mean, she took a good 25 minutes to get his arm padded. I I feel like the reaction would have started probably by then if it was the padding. Well, his arm was sitting in the solution. That's what I think it was. So then, so then, you know, they have to get that material, that fiberglass casting material wet. Yeah, or whatever it is. They 
No, that the padding's Gore-Tex actually. Yeah, that's what the, I'm talking about. But the but the actual outer casting. Oh, stuff, fiberglass. Yeah, they get that wet, and then it's got a resin on it that once they get it wet, you know, it's moldable, and then it dries and hardens as a cast. So, but none of that touches the skin. Only only the padding touches the skin. So, uh, Mercury's retrograde. Who the right. hell knows? Of so, course, it's of course he's having an allergic reaction. Right. But so he, the only thing that I could think of was that. When they were wrapping it, he, they had he had to rest his arm at points down on the table where the solution was kind of pooling mm-hmm. that that they wrapped the arm in, and so that was the part that was touching his skin. That, so it was the resin. So in my mind, I'm like, well, it's not going to matter whether we have waterproof or not. We're st- we still have the same casting material. No, you have cotton on the first layer. It's a Gore-Tex. Right. But, but what's him. most important is that he doesn't sit in that resin solution. So Gore-Tex versus cotton. Two different things. It's initially wrapped in cotton. The the cotton is touching the skin. Yeah. And everything else follows. Yeah. The Gore-Tex fabric material. I think I think it was a solution, though. I do think it was yeah. a solution. So I the mean, PA was super sweet. She was super nice. And so we we totally moved him off the bed this time. And she just held his arm up. So all any in all oh, solution so sweet. dripped right off onto the floor. They're the best. And didn't touch and his arm. I think everybody knows they're up right there off of Old Milton Parkway. Um, they're... I mean, everybody knows. It's Joe's pediatrician, uh, like uh, orthopedics. Yeah. So uh, great people. Yeah. So, so here's sweet. the other thing. So it's his right hand. The ca- so I, w- I take the cast home, the one that he had the allergic reaction to, because <laughs> I am, Corey's like, why? Why like, the why hell do you, do you want, want that? I'm like, what? Why? Why do you? I'm like, can you look at the size of your eight-year-old's <laughs> bicep? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's, I've never seen a bi- it's bigger than my arm by far, and he's eight. Oh, I mean, I still don't get it. I'm like, when we I don't say that Cash, more clutter. when I say that Cash got it all, I'm telling you, he got it all. Okay, <laughs> including Croy's big juicy biceps. Oh. But I was so flabbergasted, and I'm glad I did because when he got home, KJ put it on his arm, yeah. and his bicep was smaller than Cash's, well, but it didn't have the Gore-Tex yeah. stuff and the stuff in the center. Yeah. But anyways, well, the funny, well, it's not funny, but Cash. It's his right arm. He has yeah. to wear like a uniform to school. And so he has a belt and khaki pants and boxer shorts. And yeah, and they so, got a button and zipper. And yeah. And, and yeah. so Cash, this happened This happened on a Tuesday. Yeah. So Wednesday, he went to school. And and then when he was going to school on Thursday morning, he was like, Dad, I cannot do my pants. I'm like, wait, did you not go to the bathroom yesterday at all? And he was like, no, I don't have to go. I don't have to go. I'm like, Cash. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way you can go from 7.30 in the morning till 2.30 or, th- or more like 3.30 yeah. without going to the bathroom. You're not drinking any water. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. So I told, I said, let's just take your belt off. Nope, Cash, even when they have like dress down day for school and that you can wear your pajamas, Cash will not do it. No. He, he is Refuses. not festive in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. Yeah. He's he, like, I don't want to look silly. Yeah, he, I'm going to look so silly. Stupid. Yeah. He's very vain. I'm like, you're the only one that's not wearing something. So you're, you are going to look silly not wearing something. In his mind, he's like, I yeah, look way better can't. than these idiots <laughs> in their cow pajamas. Right. So I'm all pressed yesterday about him having to go to the bathroom. So I text his teacher. Thank God I have her cell phone number. I'm sure I drive her nuts. And I'm like, hey, just wanted to know that Cash had expressed some concern about going to the bathroom. Um, if you could just help him. And she's like, I'll send him to the nurse to go to the bathroom. I'm thinking, oh, hell, this kid is definitely going to be beat red in the face and not want to go to the nurse. Right. So then I said, listen, Corey and I are just going to stop in. We had two appointments downtown. I said, we'll just stop in and help him go to the bathroom. And so 
I don't know, a couple hours later, I text her like, how are we doing? She said, you know what? Not too good. Gash is usually is my one that goes to the bathroom like three or four times, you know, in a, a day. day. He has yet to go. I've asked him if he has to go and he says no, but I think he probably honestly has to go. So I said, well, we're going to stop in. Do you think that's okay? She's like, please stop in. Okay. So I said about 25 minutes away. I'm downtown right now. So then she texts me and said, Cash, uh, I guess when she probably said, hey, your dad's going to come help you go to the bathroom. He was like, hell to the no, 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 no. <laughs> and she said, Cash said he's going to try on his own. So here's the thing about his fingers, which I found not funny that Thursday morning, but interesting. Croy was like, so use your fingers to right. hold the belt. To, and he's like, it's very, very painful. I talked to Dr. Jeff Malucci, our chiropractor, last night about it. And then that bone in particular goes right to your fingers. Yeah. And so you can't use your fingers. It's right. very, very There's painful. Tendon and so, muscles that right. attach. So Dr. Malucci was like, yeah, there's just no way he could do right. that. And when I was like, pinching. well, that's, yeah. So... He ended up, I guess, supposedly going to the bathroom on his own, but we didn't end up going there. And I think what ended up happening is he walked in. He says, well, if I sit in here long enough, then Miss, uh, the teacher's going to know yeah, that, that. Or I think, think or think that I went, went to the bathroom. Yeah, and he, If I come out and say, yeah, I'm good, then. He, My dad's not going to show up and embarrass the shit out of me. <laughs> so needless to say, on um, Monday, I'll be checking in at the school. I just... Oh, we, they have a break, right? Oh, they're off all week, oh, which nice. is great. You guys, Sunday is obviously Valentine's Day, which uh, Croy and I celebrated, and I'll run through that real quick with you. But we uh, are going to Six Flags like NASCAR. No, not NASCAR. Hot Wheels. What the hell? Hot, same thing to me. Yeah. Hot Wheels, NASCAR, whatever. Um, you Wheels get to do this, like engine. You get to drive through and look at all these cars. So I feel like the kids are so bored and they haven't done anything because of COVID, not as much as we normally would be doing. So this is something we're going to do on Valentine's Day, which is fun. But Corey and I celebrated Valentine's Day last night, which was Thursday night, because uh, menus here in Atlanta or restaurants in Atlanta have everywhere. fixed or everywhere have fixed menus. Yeah. And I don't like that shit. No. So I love the melting pot. Anybody that knows me knows I go to the melting pot in Roswell. It's my favorite restaurant. I get the same service, the same quality food. I, the same Opus one. I just love it. I'm in a little cubicle. So I just love it. So we booked our reservation for last night. It was pouring rain. I had to go to dermatology consultants yesterday morning, get some masks to help with my laser that I had done the week before um, and see my girl Taryn. So it was like pouring rain. And I was like, Croy, should we just get like to go melting pot? <laughs> and so I still was on the fence about like, should we get to go or not? I was going to wear this St. Laurent latex skirt, you guys, like sexy to the nines. I was so ready for latex I, i'm obsessed with latex right now i've never worn it out ever in my life or actually in general it's still covered in powder what i have i've yeah. never shined it up i've never worn it but it's so hot to me i was so excited to wear it and then when i saw the rain it was like something just kind of not going fizzled it out yeah my makeup artist janelle she was doing my makeup she's like i just love that you i said i feel like wearing sweatpants tonight she's like i just love that you still get sexy for your husband i said did you not hear what the hell i just said <laughs> I said, I want to wear sweatpants tonight. She's like, no, no, no. You need to get sexy. And I was like, Janelle, I'm not going to wear latex. Like, she's like, no, but maybe like jeans. So I said, you know what? You're right. She's like, you need to go out, get out of the house. The food's not the same. And at that point I was like, we're going. Went to the melting pot. I know everybody there. We have the same waitress always. We ordered three orders of their fucking Swiss cheese. Terrible. All I eat is pretzel bread, cauliflower, and their Swiss cheese. I just was in heaven. I am in heaven there. <laughs> And um, 
we had a great time. We did a couple shots. We just like we just had a great time and uh, came home. Croy got a little wild and we were asleep. <laughs> no, did, yeah. not Croy. Kim. No, no. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Croy. Actually, the. Okay, Co- go. Go ahead. Be honest. Yeah, go. I said, babe, I'm really tired. Like I was in my office on the computer down. gambling. Said, let's go lay down. And she's like, okay, okay, you know, real quick. I'm doing great on the computer. Yeah. I'm doing great on my on my spins. Oh my god. And I don't want to stop because I'm doing so well. And he's like, Debbie Downer, I want to go to bed. But it's like one o'clock. You know, we get up at six thirty every day to take the kids to school and get them ready and blow dry their hair and do all that good stuff. So I'm like, okay. So another twenty minutes goes by and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go brush my teeth. I'll see you back there. She's like, okay, I'll see you back there, babe. Brush my teeth. We, we go to bed together. We get up together, you guys. We shit together. We eat together. We do everything together. So for him to like go back there, the only time I really do that is if he's playing Fortnite and I've had enough and I basically feel like he's at a point where he thinks I'm playing Fortnite and he's had enough. So that's fine. I understand. Go back, brush your teeth, do whatever the hell, wash your balls, and then I'll meet you in the bed. Yeah. So I do all those things. and uh, I'm still on the computer. <laughs> get everything set, lights off. I'm like, all right, well, she's, she's got to be coming soon, but I'm not going in there to check because I'll get stuck sitting there for another 30 minutes. So I'm like, I'm just going to lay down and she'll be in at any minute. I don't know. I'm, ladies, I know that you are with me when the men, hubby, my husband goes to sleep in 30 seconds. I, I can't sleep for shit. He goes to sleep in 30 seconds, snoring, not a care in the world. It actually irritates the shit out of me sometimes. Like, how are you asleep already? So I, I go in, I brush my teeth, and I get in the bed. No, no, and- she she comes in, and all oh. of a sudden, there's like this light in my face, and I'm like, wait, where where, where was I? What was I doing? And I had I had dozed off, like literally, and I thought she had been in the office for an hour or and more, and but she hadn't, maybe like seven minutes. Yeah, because from, like I said, he goes to sleep in 30 seconds. Yeah, literally like seven minutes probably from when I laid down to when she came back there, and I had already like started to doze. I was in that in between sleep you know but then all of a sudden there's this light in my face and i'm like she's like what are you doing and i was like i, I don't know I, i'm sleeping i guess so i have to take i take progesterone i'm on like hormone therapy since my stroke or whatever like low doses and so i take estrogen in the morning and progesterone at night and so progesterone you know they say like you shouldn't take it and like have relations because you can't have an orgasm Rel- or- how about you know, what the fuck freaky. you we're, we're having, you know, relations. What do you want me to say? Fuck, make love, sex, sex, whatever. Yeah. So, so Croy's, it's a running joke between Croy and I, cause oh, I'll be brushing my teeth or whatever. And it's like a little, it's um, compounded specifically <laughs> for me. So it's like a little, it melts in my mouth. Yeah. And so he'll look over me. Sometimes he's like, you sucking on your fucking medicine. Cause he knows it's not happening. Basically is my point. So I'd already <laughs> taken like, my, yep. Yep. I am. I am. Yeah, because especially it's not when stopping I'm, me. Yeah. Well, yeah, gonna... no, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. So I took my medicine. I brushed my teeth. I'm getting in the bed. I'm like, babe, babe. And I said, oh, give me a kiss on here. Our date night was so fun. Whatever. This fucking guy, like. You wanted a kiss. I gave you a kiss. Yeah, but like that. Why can't I give you a kiss? And it, that's it. Go to sleep. <laughs> that's not my fault. What it my is. kiss does to your body is not my fault. Oh, so you're blaming you're blaming what, it on what, me last yeah, night? Yeah, my energy is like, woof, you know? Uh-huh, and yeah. It, when I give you that kiss, uh-huh. it's like... No, it's my energy is a woof. It's a whole nother feeling that just takes over well, that body. Well, needless to say... But that's not my fault. My progesterone doesn't... It always it doesn't even affect me in the least bit. And so, whatever. Now it's another 30 minutes we're dicking around and we're up. And so, we barely got any sleep. We went back to sleep this morning for two and a half hours, which was actually really great. But, um, so... 
Anyways, today I gave Croy the new Xbox. I didn't know Santa brought our sons an Xbox for Christmas. I didn't know that Croy was playing on an Xbox One. Yeah. And so he's like always dying. And I'm like, KJ, what the hell's wrong with your dad? He's like, he sucks. Why is he He dying all the time? So then Croy like casually mentions that he's playing on like an old Xbox basically. And I'm like, why would you not buy a fucking new one? Cause Croy's just not going to do that for himself. And so of course I bought one for him and it was here. So I had him open it last night because I wanted him to have it all set up today so that when the kids came home from school, he could actually like do something with them today. Um, so that was, I gave, I was like, babe, open your gift, open your gift. So he did. And then today I opened mine. Well, so I'm in my office and I'm working and I have all this stuff going on. I have such exciting news to share with you guys in the next couple of weeks. And uh, so I've been really working hard on it and I'm, I'm doing that and I'm trying to figure shit out. And Brielle and Ariana are like, go mom, go to the kitchen. I'm like, what? It? I'm not going to the fucking kitchen. First of all, I woke up to the most gorgeous flowers you've ever seen in your life today. A huge heart, flowers on my piano, which I get flowers every two weeks from my husband. Um, and this flower, this big heart was, it was just breathtaking. I didn't even see it when I walked out to the kitchen to get my coffee in the morning. And then on the way back, I saw it, which was really thoughtful and sweet. And so my girls are like really pushing me to go and open my quote unquote present. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So I walk out and on the piano is like, I don't know, 10 gifts. And I'm like, what the hell? And these Brielle, Zach and Ariana line up on the stairs to watch me open my gifts. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. So, fucking audience. so then Croy says, you have to open this one first. Everything's wrapped so beautifully, and but you have to open this one first. And so it's a like black uh, octagon-shaped present. So I open it, and it says, you make me. And then when you open it, the first layer out falls maybe six photos, right? Mm-hmm. And then inside or behind the those walls, the walls fall out. It's like an exploding box. Right. So the walls just fall out. So it's these amazing pictures of Corey and I throughout the years. And then behind each um, picture is a handwritten like card from him. And on the lid is a handwritten card. I'm crying. I'm already crying. I'm already fu- like, I'm a mess. And I just, I love thoughtful gifts. And I, and I love like, I, I've never seen anything like this in my whole life. So it's layer by layer by layer. I can I can't even keep my shit together. Like I'm so grateful for you, my love. I love you very much, and it was very thoughtful. And I just I'm crying. My massage therapist, who's been with me like 12 years or whatever, Ann walks in. She's like, "Oh hell!" My assistant walks around the corner. I saw her, and she's probably like, "Oh hell!" Tracy's like, "I love this. This is amazing. Oh my god!" And I'm like, "Tracy, shut up!" Like, so everybody's kind of watching. But it was it's the coolest gift i think i've ever received the most thoughtful it, like and i said where's the pen you wrote this shit with because it's like black paper done with this really beautiful gold like ink or whatever you yeah. want to call it yeah. and he's like it's in my office but it was pictures like of when we found out well we took that little test that you buy at like target if you're gonna have a boy or a girl and the water is like green if it's a boy and it's i don't remember what the hell it orange if it's a girl yeah. and I was hoping for a girl with cash in essence, but didn't really care because I was also hoping for a brother and it was green. So it was like a picture of I like we're having another boy. I don't know how effective that shit is, but um, just Just all these really cool pictures throughout the years. Like I can't believe this is our 10th Valentine's Day together. And people are like, no, it's not. It's your 11th. I met Croy in 2010, May of 2010. This is our 10th Valentine's Day together. Yep. So 
as crazy as that sounds, but do the math. Anyways, there were so many other sage and just all these amazing. I love to listen to Audible, like I told you guys, at night when I go to bed sometimes when Croy's snoring and I can't <laughs> listen to it. I put my fucking earphones in. And so he got me this eye mask that's Bluetooth so I don't have to have these earphones in my ears driving me nuts. I don't know. Just my husband's amazing and I'm really glad that we still love each other like we do after 10 years. And, and my greatest gift is Croy, aside from our children, like my greatest gift. And that's kind of what I realized, like opening, of course, as I cry, but opening the box was like, what else fucking matters? Like at the end of the day, like what else matters? Like money, great. Health is really important. But like I'm filled. I have my kids on the stairs. I have our crazy ass chef who I love to death. I have my massage therapist that's been with us, like I said, 12 years, ride or die everybody's kind of in the foyer watching me open this present. It was like, I am surrounded by so much love. Nothing. There's nothing in the world that could ever buy that. It just is what it is. So I'm feeling super grateful. Um, as always, I know my husband's a rock star as all of you bitches know too. Um, but yeah, just super grateful and, and thankful. And so, We'll see. We're Sunday, I think I'm gonna we're gonna cook breakfast and then take yeah, the kids you got to like one the, more thing coming that I will let you guys. Well, Corey's know. been shady, by the way. He keeps saying like <laughs> I'm working on something. I'm working on something, and I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, where are you? He's like, I'm downstairs. You're not allowed down here. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and like, if we're not together, it's weird. Yeah. And so I'm always like, what? And because he doesn't answer his phone, like I told you guys earlier, it's always a problem. Like, where's Croy? So I have to tell Nikki today. Hey, when you see Croy, like it's it's just. Yeah. It's a shit show. But anyways. But so she's asked for it for quite some time. I'm going to deliver on it. I'm thinking Saturday night probably is maybe fuck? Sunday morning when I'm completely finished with it. You got one more thing coming. But the box took me quite a bit of time. And so I wanted to give you all that. I stuff. wish I could read each and every one of the cards to you guys because it just is like... So there was multiple layers to this this octagon box. So these six say pictures that he put the f- like fold out, and then behind them is a handwritten note. Then you go to the next layer, and you know f- six more pictures or five more pictures fall out. And there's a, like it was it in the lids were. I mean, it was just like I don't know the coolest gift ever. I think sometimes when I get a gift like this, I've had some very thoughtful gifts throughout the years from Croy that like our kids can look at the, like I just think of like leaving like a legacy. Like I want our kids to look at stuff. I want our boys to also treat women like their dad treats me, which KJ was standing there and cash is like mom. And so cash actually in the middle of all this cash loves to give gifts. And if cash could give everybody a Rolex or a Ferrari, he would. (laughs) And he's like, mom, I'm getting dad a gift. And you guys would not even believe what he picked out for his father. It's mind-blowing. And then he goes to Brielle to help because he found this other gift for me. He does this all on his own. He is the best gift giver. But it showed, It was like Cash was like, Mom. And I said, your daddy's the best. He said, I know. And so it really sets an awesome example too for our boys and, and just our kids in general. Um, and so my girls, I mean, that's why my Brielle's single. She's like, fuck. Like, what am I supposed to do after seeing all this shit over the years, you know? Uh, trying to find, like, a somebody like Croy's not easy or somebody that treats, you know, her like Croy does me isn't always easy. But they're out there. That's what I tell Brielle every yeah. day. They're out there, baby girl. Trust me. Don't don't stop believing. Universal help you collide paths. All right, you guys. Next up, Brielle's coming. Are you ready? Because it's back to Ethan. Yep. She's back. Guys, we're going to bring on Brielle here in just a minute. She's going to tell us all about her wild weekend in Miami for the Super Bowl. 
That she booked in in two hours and took off. Yep, and she ran into one of the most well-known, famous rappers in the world right now. Was in his section and hanging out, and he's like, what's up, Brielle? And uh, knew who she was. Hey, guys. Hey, hey. What's poppin'? First of all, Brielle decides, like I said, Friday night. Yeah, I'm just going to start there. We are at Stony River, Colin, Zach, and I, and we are about two drinks deep, and Ethan's with our friends who live in Miami and he's sending us Snapchats and videos and FaceTiming us and we're so Doesn't jealous. Doesn't take much to convince these guys. Yeah, we're so jealous. FOMO. Like 10 o'clock at night and he's like, he texts me and my mom in a group chat and he says, Kim, get Brielle's ass down to Miami. So I just call my mom and I'm like, hey, just so you know, I'm booking a flight to Miami tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. 8 a.m. I'll be back Monday at noon. 10 a.m. flight out of Miami. She's like, okay, sweetie, have fun. Toodles. So we all book a flight. We, we get home. We're a couple drinks in. I pack my suitcase. I don't even know what I put in it when I woke up. I had to wake oh, up at 530. Oh drunk packed? Yeah, drunk packed at 1130. Brielle's not like, I, I start packing like three days before. I have everything yeah. organized, everything ready to go. Brielle, the flight's leaving in two hours. Takes 45 minutes to get there. Brielle's. Still throwing her underwear yeah. in her bag. Sober, sober Brielle has a struggle packing. I can't right. imagine drunk Brielle. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I should probably start packing for the Bahamas now. Yeah, you should. <laughs> like, don't you want to have your cover-ups, your bathing suits? You... I have it all, always. I just have it's... it all last minute. And everywhere. No, but it's, no, it's wrinkled. It's like, come on. Well, they have steamers at hotels. Okay, That's just go. That's how she lives. So, um, we literally get two hours of sleep, go to the airport. We land in Miami. And I'm like, Ethan, we're here. I will meet you at the hotel at 12, knowing that we'll, we will probably get to the hotel at 11. Let us have some time check in. Right when we pull up, this crazy ass is just sitting there swinging like a belt or something. Didn't he air, have his shirt drink. off? Oh, yeah, his shirt. He's swinging his drink or his shirt in the air. He's got four drinks ready for us. <laughs> what in he the said that he spent- Wait, this is Ethan, the same guy that fucking ruined my Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah this is Ethan. You'll, you guys will be hearing a lot about Ethan. We we'll bring him on. for days. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's, he's a handful, but he's a fun handful. The thing about Ethan is he has no problem making an ass out of himself as long as everybody else is having a good time. He really doesn't care. Right. Well, so he's there, he's got these four drinks and I don't think I've ever seen him sober <clears throat> except, well, I think he was still drunk when he was ripping the yeah. Christmas tree apart Yeah. from the night before. He might've been. <laughs> might've been. Mm-hmm. Well, so we, we go in, we check in, we change our clothes. We go downstairs. We're sitting at the bar. That just opened, by the way, because it's like 11.15. I think they opened at 11.30 and they gave us all espresso martinis early because they knew we'd been up since five. (laughs) Oh, my God. And Ethan's just saying, hey, can I take you home tonight to any girl that walks by? Or he's like, what will it take? Ethan gets more women than any other man Uh, I have ever in my life been around or known. Yep, me too. Well, I I mean, if that's all it takes, I guess you just got to ask, huh? (laughs) He was asking anybody. (laughs) Cute. Not I mean, so remember this, Ethan, or I didn't get into the story about Vegas for our anniversary, but Ethan came to Vegas um, for our anniversary. It was Brielle, Zach, Ethan, right? Did Zach come? No, Danny. Zach didn't come. Danny. So Ethan then, I think, had a couple different girls on the four days that we were there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get, yeah. He's, he's found the, he's found the golden trick, I guess. All you got to do is ask. Well, I think it's <laughs> maybe, maybe be it's, okay well, to hear his, a no. His, his line is, is hook up with me or die. What? And, 
Yeah, he's like, fuck me or die. It's his thing. It's his thing. That's what he texts them. Because he thinks it's funny. And when he says it to us, like out loud, we die laughing every time. And what does he do when he's at the blackjack table gambling? Get- what is, what he, is he- Just so you know, we had he had three different women show up in his at his house on Saturday night. When we were at Waffle House, he said that he had one in his bed already and one was on the way and he had to make her sleep on the couch. And he said that that was his cousin in the room asleep and throwing up so he had to take care of her. So he left the one girl on the couch. This? Had the one girl that was already in his bed stay in his bed. And the third just kind of, I guess, showed up. Oh. So but what happens like in the morning or like when he when the one comes out of the room and she's like, I'm not his cousin. I don't think they're talking. Yeah. Probably. He's probably <laughs> well, sh- he- shuffling her out the door. Like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. I don't know how the rest of that goes. We'll have to ask Ethan. But uh, that's just what he told me. Anyways. There's no way. So we're down there. We're drinking. Whatever. It's pouring rain in Miami. For, like the first three hours we're there. Then Ethan has like. 10 dudes show up from Atlanta. They're all from Atlanta. The um, they're there for a, a wedding trip. No, it's, it's for, these are just his friends. Okay. He knew one of them. Why is Ethan there had. anyway? He's the most spontaneous person. Yeah. No, he goes, he will, he, that's what he says to me. He says, I thought you were spontaneous. You're not, I have a flight booked. You don't. So he entices me. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> shut he up. is very spontaneous. Jeez. Decides last minute. He's very successful. You know, Monday through Friday, very responsible. Up at the gym at 5.30. He, he says it's a school night. Can't drink on school <laughs> nights. <laughs> he's he's very responsible. Like I said, very successful. And then he just loses it. He, he goes loses from zero it to 100. 150. Yeah. And, and with a snap of a finger. Mm-hmm. He was blowing my phone up uh, Saturday night at 4 a.m. And I didn't know that Brielle and um, Ethan were together. And Corey's like, that's weird. And they called me the night before too, but I think you guys were on FaceTime or something. Yeah. And so they were calling me together at like two in the morning. And Croy's like, what the <laughs> fuck is, why is this kid calling you <laughs> in the middle of the night? But I guess he was with Brielle, which is, I mean, yeah. Yeah. you two together are reckless as shit, to be honest. So go ahead. What is, wait, what does Ethan do when he wins? Or like, remember he was making this noise. He does like, woo, or like, what is his? Every time he takes a shot, he goes, yo, but he like yells it. He yells like it. when he wins. He like makes a scene. He wants everybody to know that he's winning or chugging You can hear him. In Caesars, at the craps table, and he's all the way over at a blackjack table. You can hear him win or lose. I'm just saying, whenever his birthday comes around, I've got videos for days. Okay, to Okay, so keep going. It's pouring rain. You guys are drinking. We're drinking. We go outside. And then from, I don't know, like 5 o'clock to 9 o'clock was kind of a blur for me and Colin. Oh, that's right. I was on face. Okay, so I'm like, hey, Zach. Um. Zach answers the Brielle's phone. I call Colin. He doesn't answer. Blur. I'm sorry. He answers his own phone. I call Brielle. She doesn't answer, which stresses me out because I know she's been drinking since the day before. Colin doesn't answer. I call Zach. He's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, what are you doing, <laughs> buddy? Like, what the fuck? I'm calling their phone. They're not answering. He's like, well, we were asleep. And, he, and he kind of pans the phone over to the double beds. You show and up at 11 and you're and asleep by you're five. drinking by 12 and you're blurried no i was drinking by the 8 a.m flight once i got oh. on, i got a, i got a chardonnay oh. how to get the day going so he shows me and they're all face down in the bed ethan's naked ethan's naked as always in the bed in the next bed to us zach is like like flicking his ear and shit and he's not even moving no okay so dead. they're all out <laughs> the i'm like oh my god they have dinner reservations at nine at nine why would you even make a reservation i mean if you my guys friend, our miami friends made it we didn't think that we were gonna be down you, like that i didn't think that we'd be asleep colin and i shared a five guys burger on the floor because we missed dinner we were so hungry zach walked to five guys anyways we end up showing up to komodo at 11 30 
Oh, I forgot that I had a makeup artist show up in Miami. She shows up at six o'clock and I'm like, oh, sorry, my phone like wasn't working downstairs or something. I don't know what excuse I told her because she was in the lobby for, till, for 15 minutes and that pissed me off that I forgot about her. So I was like, hey, sorry, something happened. I go upstairs and I just like go to wash my face and I'm like, okay, I don't feel well. I think I need to go to bed. I'm exhausted. I'm like way too drunk. I need some water. And she grabs me some Oreos. She just had a baby a month ago. She drove an hour and a half. I'm like, oh, oh so she's in your room. Yeah. I never, I didn't think she came to your room. No, she did. And I was like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm so exhausted. Like I can't even see straight right now. So I think I just need to take a nap. I'm still going to pay you for today, but, uh, take I need to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll do my makeup later. Like, it's fine. I think I'm just going to stay in tonight. And she was like, oh, I totally get it. You know, I'm a new mom. I get it. Whatever. I'm like, okay, thanks. See you later. So that happened but so anyways we go to komodo then we hit the club after we go to komodo it's the end of dinner all my friends have already had dinner there's 15 people there no maybe there's like eight people there i think you can only have like 10 people at a table or something there there's like eight people there everybody's already had dinner we show up at the last second they've just got a bunch of shots ready for us in red bull and i'm like well if we're, oh gonna, st- we're gonna just keep the let's night just rolling, keep it going well. what so, the hell um, to be 20 20- well, do you, you do you do understand that there is something called alcohol poisoning, right? Like no, you yeah, can't drink that. too. Okay. Oh, yeah. it doesn't take right. Brielle much. Well, no, she. Does, I don't think she's ever been poisoned. I don't. I don't no. know. Well, she's fucking, ever I much. hope not. No, because what's what's good about her? I mean, I had it in college. Well, because you're not right. the sharpest tool but, in the shed but, when it comes to drinking. You just pound and pound and pound. Like I know my, I know limits, my limits. So does now. she. I'm, not, I'm do. not saying I don't know my limits. Sometimes you want to go past your limits. Sometimes it's fun. Why? To go. I don't like that feeling. Well, we know you don't. But what's funny about Brielle? I don't think you like that feeling. Oh, she gets there quite often. Yeah. But oh it happened. God have mercy on my soul. Well, because you're like, for me, I don't feel it right away. I'm like, if I don't feel it, like, just keep chugging. Like, well, but so you go, you, good yeah. God. Brielle goes from like zero, zero to, to, to 100, but not not with two, like, off of like six drinks. Yeah. So I don't that's, do drinks is my problem. I only do shots because I don't like mixed drinks and I don't like all the bullshit sugar, calories. Yeah. So yeah, I just I throw back tequila shot and cranberry that was my drink of choice oh I can't but, but at this two. point you should know that like okay i know that even if i'm not feeling it six will get me to a point of feeling nice no what's nuts about me is i can have two and be done for the night or i can have 20 and i'm still fine like just it's, it's just as really weird i don't know i haven't figured out why yet well let's keep okay. like count like if you need to put it in your notes in your phone like check mark one shot that. of tequila. I just check mark my feeling like i know when i shot like they'll hand me well, one and i'll be like give me 20 minutes like give me an hour like i'll be like I can't have another drink for a food set. affects the way you feel. Just we'll have a conversation I didn't later eat today. At all in, in I'm just saying Miami maybe either. six shots doesn't affect you when you've had food. No, I know it may, you I, may be ripped that. after it's not that. Oh. I'm telling you, <laughs> we haven't figured it out yet. All right. So um, you're at the club all night. We're at the club all night. I don't, now that I think about it, I can't remember how we got home or when. Um, but anyways, so we end up home and wait, you didn't, you went to the club. Yeah, we went to the club. We didn't you see like 7 a.m.? Oh, the next night. Okay. 7 a.m. 5 a.m. No. We we're walking I think in. We got home like a more reasonable time, like four. Okay. Okay. Or something. I don't know. I'll have to go through all my right. Snapchat. And it was, remember. and then just everybody was resting. We were good that night. Yeah. We all showered. We went to bed. Good. No, um, no too much drama. Nothing. No, we just good. went to bed. Everybody was in the same room. I, I, no, was, Ethan was at his hotel. He was okay. staying at a hostel. It was $68 for three nights. So total. Ethan's in his, he's in his uh, hotel. That's $68 for three nights. I said, I said, Ethan, show me the bed. He's like, hell no. I said, no, ma'am. 
no, ma'am. I said, Ethan, come on, show me the bed. I just want to see what it looks like. He's like, no, ma'am. I Googled the photos. There's not even a mirror in the in the, in the hotel room. Oh, it's wait, amazing. that's another thing I forgot. On our way to dinner, which we're already two hours late to, I said I'd be there at 11. Didn't get there until 1130 because we had to take Ethan down to South South Beach to the Starlight Hotel and the roads were blocked. So he, the Uber had to drop <laughs> him off and he had to run half a mile to go to his hotel. He had to shower and change and then run half a mile back took forever he's like give me two minutes up there i'm like well two minutes on top of 10 minutes of running and 10 minutes back we don't get to the komodo until 11 30 <laughs> komodo's like one of the hottest places right yeah. like any, any place that dave grutman owns is like yeah. lit that's yeah. that's he's like the miami man yeah sure. so sunday we go to the beach just me calling and zach ethan's at the beach like at his hotel and i'm like i'm not going down to the starlight hostel <laughs> motel beach i'm gonna stay at my hotel and stay at my beach so we are kind of feeling the wrath of it murda my friend murda who i met through food god jonathan shaban or shebin whatever anyways jonathan I met j or no jonathan, jonathan c. c yeah yeah i met uh this guy murda murphy from food god a couple years ago actually in vegas for both of our birthdays we had like the same birthday or something um so i've just kept in touch with murda and murda is six nines manager and like i think he's like a bodyguard or i don't know he does a lot of shit oh i didn't know he was six nines manager yeah but he's been oh, like a friend the of guy with the blonde years. hair yeah okay we've been friends with him for years so like we we just talked to him like all the time so uh, well then why were you so well no so he so he facetimes me all the time with six nine so like i know i mean i can't say like i know six nine like personally but like we've facetimed like i don't know 10 times and we we have conversations so anyways well hold on let me get there so we're sitting at the beach and we're trying to figure out a plan so we have this friend and he like owns this gambling casino website or whatever and so we're like he so he throws like these like parties or whatever and he gets these sections and like all this shit so i'm asking him what's our plan for the night what are we doing and he's like oh we're going to this nelk boy which these nelk boys are like this nelk or milk and e-l-k nelk, nelk boys okay they're like the craze all every boy every frat boy every high school boy all these girls they all watch their videos because they do crazy shit what uh, do you mean, on youtube yeah oh they're not they're, they have a youtube channel yeah okay. they're huge so this right. guy steve who i hung out with last time i was in miami in december he was having um like a small get together in his hotel he just landed just got off the flight um he's like come on over to my hotel we'll watch it there and then we'll go from there right um, his name's Steve will do it on Instagram. He is crazy. He actually posted a video of our night out with six, nine. If you guys want to go check it out, uh, <laughs> where would they find that sweetie? On Steve will do it. Instagram. I sent you the Steve video will last do night. It. So it basically he just does anything. Oh, yes. He chugged God. a whole bottle of 1942 with six, nine, just chugged, start, like took the cap off, took Ooh. the seal off, chugged a whole bottle. I don't like, like he's that nuts. shit. Honestly, I he's prefer crazy. Patron. It's well, he's really we, nice. We need to understand that there are like levels where we can die. Like, <laughs> like we can die. Well, like Steve will not be doing anything if you're dead. <laughs> well, anyways, we get to, um, we get to the hotel and Murda's calling us with six nine. So six nine's like, Brielle, like, where are you at? Like, come see me. And he's, he's like an hour away in like Fort Lauderdale or somewhere. I don't know where they're at, but they're not in Miami. And I'm like, I'm not, we're not coming there. They're at some ratchet bar. I'm like, I'm not coming there. Y'all come to Miami. Like, this is where everything's popping anyways. So towards the end of the Super Bowl. They're like, all right, we're 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 going to be there in a sec. And I'm like, what do you mean in a sec? Like, y'all are an hour away. They're like, no, we're pulling up. We go downstairs, me, Steve, and Murda go downstairs to grab him. Um, as he's pulling up, 
he's with like seven cars sure. all blacked out he's sure. got like maybe 15 security guards right. his because he, he was in trouble prior to him him today right yes he's, right he's in six nines just uh whatever he's going through it everybody okay. knows in six nines drama. wasn't wasn't he just in prison yeah he just got out <laughs> okay yeah Jesus. how long ago like a year ago like a year ago yeah jesus um, take is the he, wheel. Now, he's still on the run I don't think he's on the on run. On the run? Okay, so I Hell have a, no, he's not on the run. I have a theory that maybe the beef isn't as strong as everybody thinks. Okay. Because there was we were in a we were in a club where shit could go down and nothing really happened. Nobody Good. cared. Well, because there nobody there is against him, right? Is well, is, I isn't saw, there like a specific group against him or something? I don't know. See, and last night there was a video posted of him and Meek Mill running into each other, and apparently him and Meek Mill have beef, and nothing happened. So, oh. like, I'm just, I just. Have what do you want fears. to happen? Nothing. Or what I, should happen? I don't want anything to happen. But like fist fights? Me, no, they have guns and shit. Like, oh, like are, you want like true on shootout? Like, then they're going back it. to prison. Oh, no, I know. Of course, but you I don't. say like I, I'm thinking. Oh, you're being so dramatic. <laughs> I'm thinking like. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, su- I'm just surprised that like they just sit there and they talk to each other and then they walk off. Like, come on. Like, okay. if you guys are really beefing like street beef, like right. that's not happening. Right. So whatever. It's just I just have this theory. Like, it's not as strong as everybody thinks. Okay. It's just like maybe for clout. I don't know. I really like 6ix9ine, so I don't want to get on his toes. Anyways. um, So he pulls up. We, we go up to the room. We take a couple shots and then we're like, let's go to some ratchet strip club. I think it was called Exchange or something. <laughs> oh, so wow. We, so they leave first. Wow. That's already starting off wrong. Yeah. What are we exchanging here? So Duh. We, we leave first. It's me, Zach, Ethan, Colin, Steve, his girlfriend, and then our gambling friend in the car with us. Um, so we pull up to Exchange and Murda calls us and he's like, we're not going to Exchange. We're going to go hang out at Komodo. And I'm like, all right. Are you okay? So we have to reroute. We got dropped off. So we have, we order an Uber. It's like five minutes away. And I see some guy outside of exchange on FaceTime with six, nine saying, come on, man, you want to come here? And so I call Murda and I'm like, are you sure you're going to Komodo? Because this guy says he's, he's on the phone with six, nine. I can literally see him. He's right next to me. And six, nine says he's coming. He's like, no, 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 we're going to Komodo. So we all meet in the parking deck. They had to wait on us because they actually got there before us. We meet in the parking deck and we go through the kitchen. Um, and as we're going through the kitchen, one of our friends grabs like the Red Bull that's like on the shelf because he's like, oh, we're going to need this Red Bull anyways. Oh and, and the guy in the kitchen was yelling at him. I'm, I'm like, sure. great, great job, dumbass. Yeah. But so we get to the club and we're all like in the section spread out, all hanging out, just talking. I go talk to six nine's girlfriend. Her name's Rachel. She's really nice. Well, I took shots with her at the hotel um, and then we were talking in the section and then um, they were just being chill. chill like there was nothing crazy the yeah. dj just kept playing six nine songs there was was nobody. he singing was he doing anything was he yeah, rapping he was yeah well was he wasn't like on the freestyle? mic he wasn't he freestyling was, no it's in the too section? loud too loud too loud there. to freestyle um so anyways there wasn't really anybody in there like for real it was very small compared to how like packed places usually are so look pretty packed to me look pretty packed to me memories or anything like that brielle in the no. section? it looked pretty packed to me are we talking about the same place it was packed in our section but to the right of us, which we're in a corner, like you can't like pass a DJ booth, you can't get over there unless you're part of the section. Over everywhere else, it's not. There's really nobody. I so mean, does he just, live there in Miami? I think he moved to Florida, or his girlfriend was saying oh. they're back and forth between New York oh. and Florida. I don't know. Oh, he's from New York. Yeah, he's oh. from New York. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's really how I ended up with six nine. Oh, I forgot to share that. Um, Ethan, 
when I woke up. Oh God. We always want to hear about Ethan. Okay. Yeah. So let's always remember to think about Ethan and tell us the stories because I am on the floor was laughing. Ethan, was Ethan hanging out with six I nine? actually got. Oh yeah. I had to tell. No, no. So did, he, did Ethan teach him his language? We, Ethan has his own language. Do we know yeah. that? He, he speaks oh. in, what's he say? Swahilian. That's what he says. No, he speaks. He doesn't uh, finish he any word. So he'll say can instead of can. Okay. So you just got to like, listen. <laughs> And try to piece it together. <laughs> he talks fast. He always says, I talk in cursive. There we go. That's what he says. I talk oh, in yeah. cursive. <laughs> it's, he talks so fast. Oh, we're going to bring him. Brielle, you should just call him up and see what he's doing. You think oh, he'd answer at this hour? No. Yeah, no. I do. He would answer right away. Okay, call. so so he was hanging out with 6 9 but you forgot. So I had to tell Ethan to calm down. It's like, I'm like, yo, 6 9 like, he doesn't like this crazy shit. Just keep it on the low. Like, keep right. it on keep it on a normal level, right? right. I'm calling Ethan. So I would guys do this with my Let's hands. See. I would lower my hands and raise them, and I'd be like, calm down. What's popping, Ethan? Oh, shit. Let me stay the fuck outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on FaceTime, you guys, so I showed him the mic, okay? Brielle. <laughs> now listen, Ethan. We are talking about your Miami trip with Brielle. She's here. Say hi, Brielle. Hi. So we're talking about how we how we're hanging out with Six Nine and how I had to tell you. We're actually settle. talking about how you talk in cursive, and oh. it's very hard sometimes to understand. You just have to kind of piece the words together. <laughs> no, everything just rumbles together. My my brain, th- my my mouth talks faster than my brain thinks sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan's sober, you guys. It is. It was a school night last night. He's doing great this morning. So, Ethan, just give me give me a low, a, a quick little rundown. How was your Miami trip? Uh, Do you remember? Like a motherfucking blur. <laughs> <laughs> so after the club was six nine, we go back to my friend's house, and Ethan leaves us. Ethan, tell us where you go from there. Oh God. Oh, what, what kind of audience do we have? <laughs> <laughs> keep it on. Keep it slightly R-rated. Uh, I ended up in the Uber with a girl on the way home. Or no, on the way to Gold Rush. Shit, I was on the way to Gold Rush. Um, her tits stuck out further than her nose, and she had a big nose. Um, <laughs> the- <laughs> How'd you meet her? How'd you meet her? I think I just I think I just told her I was the one buying the bottles, even though I had zero money in my hand. And uh, <laughs> to use that line all night. <laughs> Wait, you guys, Ethan called me on his flight to Miami with a fan, and she was leaving me voice messages. And I think they left the airport together. Oh yeah, they did. You have to understand, I'm I'm running on credit. My debit card is basically locked. So yeah, anything I'm like oh. five bucks, much less twenty bucks, I'm I'm riding with anybody. So yeah, she was a forty three year old married lady. The plan was to steal her wedding ring, but it didn't work out. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, Ethan also is the same person that says he steals flowers from the cemetery to give to girls because it's cheaper that way. Okay, and we're gonna we're gonna clear the air right now. None of this is legitimate. He's not trying to steal her wedding ring. He's not trying. Nor does he steal flowers. (laughs) It's just a funny. He's just funny. He might steal the flowers. I don't know about that one. Not during the winter. They're fake this time of year. Oh man! So, okay, so go ahead with Miami. So he he's with a girl in the car. He goes to his hotel. Nope, they go to a strip club, and he's. Well, I, I told I told the girl all night I had a I had a, I had a suite. Goodwill, I had a fucking boutique hostel. The only reason I had, I had a single room just because I told them I had a fever, and they gave me a room. <laughs> <laughs> so we get we get back to the what we call suite, and. uh Obviously, she's curious, and uh, I don't remember how I talked my way out of that one. <laughs> Ended up, she kicked me out of my own room because she said I was disrespectful, and then I had to get her an Uber home. <laughs> and then I got, I, 
Ethan ended up riding home with. Hold on, hold on. No, no. This is what happened. This is what happened. We went to my suite. She said, fuck no, we're not staying here. So we went to her place halfway across town. Somehow I got kicked out. And then my phone's dead. And I'm walking home 8 a.m. 8 a.m. And I could not get a ride. I was trying to stop traffic with a thumb. Thumb wasn't working. I hopped out in front of a red light. I stopped the next guy coming into town. It was a 19-year-old kid on his way to his college class. And I just, 19-year-old kid gave me a ride to home. He, he DM'd Ethan, and he shit. said, hope you got home safe, buddy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I DM'd and told him thank you because he was too busy rev- revving his fucking five-speed Corolla at every red light to listen to me. <laughs> and I DM'd him and told him thank you. And then he said, but yeah, the kid gave me a ride home and he was late for class, but he was 19-year-old and scared as shit. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I jumped, I jumped out and stopped him. I said, look, you're taking me home. I was miserable. I was fucking wet, cold, haven't slept. You <laughs> strong-armed him. Wait, did Corolla. he like just jump in the car? Probably. Dude, he uh, literally showed us how he did it. He stopped in fucking traffic and said stop and got in the fucking car. Oh my God, the guy probably thought you were going to shoot him. I said, window down, window down. <laughs> no. And then I, go, I, then I go to his page. And we, I show, I show Brill on his page. I think he was, I mean, honestly, he probably just oh, come on to me. <laughs> okay, so I got video of Ethan naked from behind from Zach. I'm walking in. Walking into Brielle's hotel room. Um, oh, when was that? Okay. He doesn't remember. Well, it had to be it had to be one of the nights because they were only there too. So I'm assuming it's the other one. <laughs> it was it was Saturday night when we me and Colin woke up to you naked, face down, ass up in the bed next to us. Uh, that's that's the most vulnerable position I could have been in: asleep and belly uh, or belly down. Well, I'm ready to uh, puncture my damn lung or something? I guess. I definitely got that video, which is which was hysterical because everybody was kind of face down. I said, I said at least let me get hard, so I'm not fucking hanging there limp. Like <laughs> what a Oh, I cannot. Goodness. I cannot with Ethan. Oh. So Ethan, you guys, by the way, the weekend before decided to go to Miami and lost his phone, yep. and then they stole his phone. No, this was three weeks before in Miami. I lost my phone, then I'm back in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> they they stole his phone and they Venmoed themselves like six thousand dollars. You guys, and the bank's giving him a hard time on getting it back because so he didn't file a, he didn't file a police report. Know. He didn't file a police report that his phone was stolen in Miami because who the fuck does that anyway? Right. And then, so now the thing is, is people, hey, can I use your phone? Mine's dead. And then they Venmo themselves a bunch of money. And before yep. you know it, it's gone. Yep. $6,000. So that's why Ethan's debit card wasn't working. But, th- but, then I could, but then I couldn't file it as lost till I got back to work on Tuesday. They got stolen on Friday. So th- then there's a big gap of me not reporting it gone. Right. So it just looks bad because they're like, why would you not tell anybody? I said, well, <laughs> I, what am I supposed to do? Call my IT department on a Sunday? <laughs> Saturday? Right. Right, right. Well, Ethan, we'll have to have you on the podcast for sure. You're funny as shit. Um, we're talking all about Ethan today. <laughs> Can't wait to tune in. <laughs> I got a good video of me in Waffle House next time. Well, we also um, have a video of you with the Christmas tree at Akaya's room that you just picked up and it fell apart and you put it on the bed and ran down the stairs. And we have all that too. I'm going to send you as well. You let me know any more videos and I got you. <laughs> Sounds good. Have a great day, Ethan. That motherfucker is hilarious. Hilarious. Well, so tell me, how did he end up streaking? What night was that? 
That it was, was one of the nights, Saturday or Sunday. The first night when me and Colin. So what happened was we fell asleep. I guess uh, Ethan fell asleep with us. Uh, Zach met a friend at the bar, um, <clears throat> and he comes upstairs with burgers and wakes us up. Um, and he's like, "Let's go. We got shit we got to do." And so Ethan, I don't know between the time that I was eating a burger and sat sitting in the chair getting my makeup done, Ethan somehow ended up in the hallway and then back in the room walked. And then banging on the door naked to get back in. Naked, you guys. It, at this very posh hotel. He's he just naked. walks straight past Zach, like, don't say anything. Just let me, let me. Well, it's, I mean, isn't that like a regular occurrence? Always. Kind of people being naked in Miami. Like, don't they walk on the beach? And you guys yeah. you had some, something happening on a balcony that mom was looking at. Oh, my God. Last time you were in Miami, you sent me a video of a, some girl on a balcony using a vibrator yeah, yeah. Like, so but she was like, having sex minutes before with her boyfriend or whatever right straight on the balcony like right. like literally to the left right below right us. there i could see everything that i didn't want to see it she was smart though because her face was covered with what a fucking towel no she had um something some like she had one of those little flimsy tables that they usually have outside next to your <laughs> things like up on another table so like you couldn't see her face but then she stood up like a dumbass Oh my god! Yeah, I don't think she was intentionally. This trying to is hide my her face. podcast profile photo, please. <laughs> oh my god, he is a hot ass mess, Ethan. Oh no, Ethan's gotten his car stolen twice. Yeah, and so all in the last two months, he's lost. He's gotten two cars stolen. His Range Rover out of Atlanta, which is everybody's getting their car stolen. Then he gets a rental car and he gets that stolen. Two days after he got the rental car, then he loses his phone. They bemo themselves six thousand dollars. He's out six thousand dollars and a damn phone. Right. I he think has he like has the worst luck. I need to clear him with Sage. Yeah, we need to because the second that we landed from Vegas, <clears throat> we saw a photo of him and his two exes together. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. And I think ever since that, literally, because four days later, his car was stolen. Ever you think since those two then, are working on something? Yeah. I, I, Dude, I don't know. They have the same birthday and they posted the other day uh, photos with each other saying like, can't, Weird. I'm glad I get to share my birthday with you. I don't know. Somebody, what the hell? I don't know what they said. This girl that we both know told me about it in the bathroom at the bar the other night. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Well, so so watch the Super Bowl. Where did you watch the Super Bowl? At the Steve Will Do It's hotel. Oh, room. that's right. Yeah, you they guys had, like, were all yelling. Suite. Yeah. And his his cousin t- or his uncle Timmy is wild. I think he put 10k on every money line that you could do. Oh, so then Brielle calls us, line. and I was like, "Well, let's gamble. Let's bet, baby. Like, let's do it." So we won, which was great and fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, my friend owns like a casino, and he was online casino, and he was telling us all the ins and outs of what websites to use and what not to use. So once we got on the right one, we were winning. Yeah. For sure. Um, so do you plan on going to Miami anytime soon? Yeah, I, th- I think we're going to go like the first week of March for Colin's birthday. So right when I get back from the Bahamas. So wait, I left this out. So <laughs> so Ethan, there's a bunch of people around, right? And I'm on like Brielle's FaceTime and Ethan's like, I hate him, Kim. I hate him. And he just keeps saying this. And I don't know how many people were at your friend's place. There was probably 30 people or something. He just kept saying it. And I know who he's referring to in this, her friend's hotel room. And the person doesn't. And he just keeps yelling it. I hate him, Kim. Kim, I hate him. And I'll be talking to Brielle. And he's like, Kim. And I think he needs something. You know, I'm like, what? He's like, I hate him, Kim. I hate him. What? And I just. He's why? Fucking, Do we know why? No, he's just. No, has, he's just. This just a lunatic. Like, he's yeah. just hysterical. Like, yeah. he's just. He is very, very funny. And we'll definitely have to get him on the podcast. Um, ladies, he is single. How old is he, Brielle? I don't know if you want to mingle, though. Yeah. Is he 28? <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to mingle. He went to Georgia Tech. He's very smart. Very fucking smart. You better be ready to duck and run, I yeah. guess. And he says him. his family isn't overly familiar with like who, he really, who he really is. Like, Not that well, he's a I bad person because he's a really good dude. His and he mom would, and dad are wild. pastors. 
and right. they're from like middle of nowhere we call he calls he's like i'm like from, he says i'm from white county all the time he loves to let people know that he's from the middle of nowhere um he's got his little southern roots and his mom and dad are pastors so they just don't really have it but his sister follows me on instagram and i'm like your sister follows me he's like that's fine she kind of knows so do you think he'll grow out of this oh no why would he no, no, I mean like, yeah. He has a nephew gonna, that he loves a lot, that he posts we, a lot on his want, page. Want, he wants, he's, when he has a girlfriend, because I've known some girls he's dated, he's good to his girlfriend. Sure. And he's uh, he wants kids, like all yeah. this shit. But I think will, the partying, Ethan, I don't think that will ever end. I think he'll be married and maybe in a club at 40, even, no, even if she's so. there. You think so? Yeah, he'll probably drag her ass out. He's never going to stop. Do you think he'll be a cheater? Is he a cheater? No. He's a cheater when he's not committed. Yeah, he, yeah, of course. What is it? <laughs> What does that even mean? Like if you're you'll da- have- if you're like if you're if you're just you you'll be with Susie tonight and Trisha tomorrow and Amy yeah. the next day. Oh, like day. if you're seeing somebody, like even if if, even, not, if, even if you're having if you're not with boyfriend somebody, girlfriend like committed, you know, like yeah, sure. then he's probably got someone tonight. And someone so tomorrow. is it so is it really cheating then? Are you just like well, even if you're, you're playing talk- the field? Well, well, because he'll go to dinner with these girls and make them think that they have a chance, and then like it's just not there. Well, that's not cheating. Well, if it is if you do it a couple times. Aren't you just enjoying their company? Like no, you're talking a lot. You're so hanging do out the, a lot. So do does the girl think that they're dating? Like well, why? Why is it cheating? If if nobody thinks that we're like if yeah, if the girl the girl thinks that there's so something they're more, in a relationship. Not in a relationship, but they, she thinks something's more more is going on. So she's not really talking to anybody else. She thinks that they're headed towards dating. Right. It's like that in between stage where you're like, okay, you're not just friends, but you're not just dating. Oh, okay. That's when I think like we. Well, should. I mean, is it is it her fault for not asking? Like, hey, where are we? No, because it takes a second to get there. You don't have three dates and then you're dating. Like, you have to like. <clears throat> right. So see what those, happens. Yeah. Look, you've been out of the dating game for like eleven years. Calm down. You don't know what the terms are anymore. <laughs> I don't. What What are the terms? That that's a I whole mean, like yeah. that's like a whole new dating, thing. Like, seeing just just having friend. fun. Like, what what are the stages? Fling, are women? Fun. How are all these women just like having sex with Ethan all the time? Like I don't understand how somebody just like to do it or they die. What does that mean? I don't, it's just a line of. Things. I know, but, but I mean, like girls they, just they don't have think. sex. People are drinking at the bar, I guess, right? And then he, this is like his opportunity. You know, he this calls is, them blonde bimbo. So he'll send me a photo of blonde. He's like blonde bimbo number one, blonde bimbo number two. Oh my god. I said, Brielle, why don't you date Ethan? She's like, Mom, fucking really? Like I know never what he does. I'm not stupid. okay. All right. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, anyways, we yep. hope you enjoyed this episode of uh, House of Ethan. And <laughs> House of Ethan. Oh my God. We will have Ethan on the podcast um, in the future. You know, Ladies, we should have him right after the Bahamas so we can go over the Bahamas trip. We'll definitely do that. And then, you guys, if you have any questions for Ethan, feel free to email us at House of Kim or if you're at KimZolciak.com. His Instagram account. So you can have his at name if you want to check out Ethan or see what he looks like. Yeah. Anything like that. Oh my God. It Please is, don't. No, well, I don't know if they're curious. Yeah, well, we appreciate you coming on, Brielle. We always love to hear your amazing stories. We're we're thankful and, and grateful every single day that you are still smiling in front of us. Yeah, okay, <laughs> buddy. It's Ethan Oliver McAllister M C C A L L. At this point, we might lock you in your room with the, the stories. You need you to keep, lock Ethan in, not me. You I'm keep good. telling us. I well, keep but, showing up fine. Oh yeah, but you you kind of keep getting drug along. We don't, you know, you gotta yeah. be, you gotta be I'm very careful. Tired today, I wasn't planning on going out last weekend, but Ethan, you gotta be Ethan careful. Me. See, Brielle's like, I'm gonna stay in this weekend, and then all of a sudden she's gone. She's like, I don't know. Ethan called, or Zach's like wants to go out, and it's like, dude, is it that easy for you <laughs> well, just to be like, you sure? Do is go out and then, but just stay sober. Like, what? I used to do that until I was legit like 22, and I just can't do that anymore. When you're dealing with Ethan and Elizabeth, I can't. Well, it's, it could be it could be really entertaining for you. 
It is entertaining as I'm drinking. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't, don't think she'd like find it too entertaining. Yeah. Anyways, well, I love to watch her snaps. Um, she's pretty good about not posting on uh, her regular stuff, just on close friends. And I'm just literally in stitches. Zach and her are rapping some song I'd never heard the other night. She sent me a video. Uh, Colin's like staring out the window. They're probably screaming in his ear. Uh, there's like 25 of them in a freaking Uber. Uh, it's just a mess. It's, but I mean, it's the highlight of my weekend always is to kind of just see what she's doing and be a fucking nervous wreck at the same time. Yeah. I always make it home safe. <sighs> Let's hope. <laughs> Knock on wood. Let's hope. Thanks so much for joining in, Brielle. You and Ethan should get your own podcast. Okay, honey? Right. You know what? That would be something. All right. Now you might you gotta, be on But you got to have a voice of reason on there. Ethan's weekends. <laughs> yeah. No, meaning like, meaning like somebody who's going to talk sense into you guys. I'm the one who talks sense into yeah. Ethan. Yeah, you're the mom. I am the mom. <laughs> we, we're going to have Ethan's weekends um, on our podcast once a month, I think, to get an update on how he's doing. And him and Brielle will just talk about their weekend. Yeah. I think that'll be great. I don't know if that's safe, but yeah, yeah we'll do it. We'll we, proceed with caution when you listen to us, guys. If you're too sensitive to shit like this, tune out. Right. Bye. Bye, Brielle. Well, that was uh, quite fun and entertaining. Ethan streaks again, baby. Like <laughs> We're going to reel it back in a little bit. And speaking of the Super Bowl, as Brio was down there again in Miami for the Super Bowl, but I don't even know if remembers the game. Um, congratulations to, to Tom Brady and, and the Glazer family. Brielle actually knows the daughters mm-hmm. of, of the family, so it was really cool Kendall for Glacier. She Glacier. I call it gl- Glacier. Gl- it's glazer <laughs> right yeah right it's my it's my tongue my my yeah. like list yeah. that i have right now that's funny um she kendall uh like loved brielle or whatever and they became friends and she owns stony clover yeah. which is and has the cutest like duffel bags luggage makeup bags i mean the cutest cutest stuff um but they're really they're a really sweet family and yeah. so we were really rooting not only do we love tom brady um, but we also really wanted this win for them as yeah. well. So. so we had some fun ties to them. So we actually spent it here at the house. We uh, we made tacos and and just hung out. And Croy was screaming Tom Brady for Tom Brady. <laughs> KJ was just reiterating to me yesterday how he had his shirt off and he was swinging it around. <laughs> and he's like, woo, screaming. And what did he say? He said, that's my main man, Tom Brady. Like he was just screaming through the house like a lunatic. Oh, man. It was so funny. I had it in my office and I was kind of working on the computer. So I was doing um, two things at one time. My favorite part of the Super Bowl was her who did um, America. Anyways, whatever. I loved her outfit. She played the guitar. Like it was. That's cool. Electric guitar. It was mind blowing. Like I all of a sudden became a fan. I didn't even know who she was. That was it was unbelievable to me. Just the whole vibe. But anyways. No, but funny you say that. Like. I, well, again, Kim mentioned we had we had we put a little money on it, so that makes things even more interesting uh, as you're as you're watching because you're really wanting things to go your way because that's always fun or the way that you bet. What I think is really cool, we can really reflect how Tom Brady's success in football can translate into success in life. I think if all of us could have just an ounce of of what this guy has got going on in his brain. Um, we'd be on a whole nother level in in our lives. And as the game was over and people were kind of talking and articles were starting to get written and, and stuff like that, one of the coolest things ever uh, that just, again, validates what we talk about here in Ask, Believe, Receive 
was was he had texted his teammates uh, the week before the Super Bowl uh, three simple words, and it said, "We will win." Every night at at uh, in the evening around eleven o'clock, he would text his teammates, and all he would say was, "We will win." And and he had started to manifest that that thought, and he had manifested that win before the game was even played. And there was a saying, and, and it's kind of disappeared. I feel like in sports and just in general, that 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 really seriously, like seventy five percent of the game is the mental part of it and understanding uh, or or being being mentally ready to just just win and and do whatever it takes and so his mentality I mean it's just you can see it and what's even more cool about the whole situation is that was questioned somewhat like was it really him in New England was it was it Bill Belichick was it the duo together you can now see that him as a person and him as a leader and leading by example and leading by making connections with people and and really understanding them as as people and knowing that to lead people whether it's your family your coworkers you as a boss you have to be invested in people and when you ask somebody to do something you better be doing it yourself you know you can't you can't have these standards for your teammates or for your coworkers or for your family if you don't have those standards for yourself, if you're not in that film room right. until seven o'clock at night, you can't walk to up to a guy and say, well, study more film. You just can't do that. So he, he is 1000% committed. He leads by example and he pulls people along uh, with him. And again, just when he enters those games, he is so far advanced in the mental side of it that that overcomes any shortcoming he may have during the game, whether it's a, a mental mistake or, or a, right. a physical mistake. And so, again, that preparation for his performance just really is is pretty nuts. But, again, congratulations to him. And It was really and, cool. And, you saw after the game immediately went up and grabbed his son and gave his son and his family a big hug. I mean, I think definitely his wife and kids um, have something to do with his wins always as well. Right. I mean, yeah, you gotta have you got to have a supporting cast around you i mean you can't do it on your own like he, if he if giselle wasn't there to take care of the kids at times and i mean he wouldn't be able to watch that film so seven super bowl wins are all in his mind i mean that's just seven that's pretty nuts seven rings and and i have i'm slightly not even doubting that he might get eight before he's before he's done i mean i'm sure he will it's in your mind i'll end on this <clears throat> i was trying to KJ and Cash to kind of understand how impressive this was. And I said, do you guys know who Babe Ruth was? And they're like, yeah, he was the greatest, you know, most home runs. And and so my children, Babe Ruth has been long gone. And even KJ and Cash still know who Babe Ruth is. That's the type of athlete Tom Brady is. Like our my grandkids' grandkids will still know who Tom Brady was. Like that's, he has transcended like he he's will a, be he's known. Mind, he's pretty mind blowing. Yeah, he will be known for hundreds of years as mm-hmm. as one of the the greatest. greatest of and, all. In my opinion, time. the greatest, just because of you can see it in his eyes. Like his, I said, you can just see it in his eyes. Right. His period. His his accomplishments and and being an athlete again, it's not always the physical part. Like yeah, he may not be the fastest or the strongest or or whatever, but it's it's the it's the continued success you know like didn't he take a pay cut so that he could his team members in the patriots 
could yeah that's 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 what's been mentioned whether that's factual or not you know i don't i don't know i mean he he stayed there because he wanted to compete and wanted to win and they knew that i think and took advantage of a situation where they said well he Mm -hmm. will probably take less than what he's actually Mm -hmm. worth Mm -hmm. because he wants to be competitive like this he was in a system that he loved with a coach that that was really helping him mentor him and so it's obviously tom brady is my point it's tom brady baby yeah. Obviously, we're big Tom Brady fans. And you know what? It's kind of sad when, like, Super yeah, Bowl is over. I don't even know, when, like, how, how this love him or hate him kind of thing. Like, how? I don't even know how. How do you hate him? Right. It's because I, he has something you fucking don't. Right. Or you, but he learn has, from like, that. People, like, so here's the thing. Like, I realize, like, even on Instagram with comments and stuff like that, right? The picture that I posted of you and I on Valentine's Day, I have my arm around you. Remember that bra with, like, that was kind of built into the shirt? So I have my arm around you so it's not, like, fitting exactly correct. Sure. And so they're like, your boobs look saggy. Um, the top doesn't fit. I hope you got on sale. The shirt was a thousand fucking dollars, number one. Not that that matters. And number two, it fit me great. But when you put your arms around somebody, it's, it's going to move and stretch. And I don't really give a fuck. I look great <laughs> in that picture, right? But you're fucking mad because I. I have something you don't have. That's when somebody, when somebody is hates somebody, right. Or has something negative to say, I genuinely think it's because you're lacking it. I right. really believe that you look at it like Tom, how could you hate Tom Brady? He yeah. is a loving father from what we see husband, um, an incredible athlete, super driven, dedicated to the team that he's playing on now, Tampa, like, how could people hate? What is it? You hate because he's been to the Super Bowl. People say, he, he needs to not go to the Super Bowl anymore. Give somebody else a chance. No. Why? That's, that's not what competition's about. Why give somebody else another chance? Right. Like, why like, would you? Do, I'm not going to fucking step back so that you can go play. Right. You know if, what I mean? If that's, they want a chance, they better step up their game. Right. Like, get to work. Right. A hundred percent. Like, you know? I look at life and say, like, okay, like, when Brielle asked me, who could I be for it? Who would I want to be? I said, Tom Brady, just to get into his head for one day. Yeah. He has something that I want to have. Like, I, I am... I try to stay positive. I'm very focused. I'm driven as well. But like he's at an all time high. I feel like you can't really get much higher on the hierarchy, however you want to say it, than Tom Brady at this point in his life or or anybody's. You know, he's he's is a goat. And I think that that it genuinely stems from insecurities within people that say, you know, like, I hate Tom Brady. Give somebody else a chance. (laughs) Like that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. Like nobody's Tom Brady's not going to step down to give you a chance. Like play harder, play smarter, figure it out. That's kind (laughs) of how I look at it. You know, nobody owes you anything in this world. Right. And he certainly isn't going to just chill out and relax on the bench so that somebody else has a chance to go to the Super Bowl. You said one of his kids likes football. The other one doesn't or something. Right. You read at one point. So I wonder if his one older son looks just like him. I wonder if um, they'll follow in their footsteps. It's always funny to me to, um, NFL players in general, like I wonder if our boys will ever play. Like it's funny to see people that played and then their children, their sons come in and play. You know, right. like it's really, really cool to me for some reason. Right. I don't know why. Or when there's brothers, like Babino's brothers. There's two, there's another set yeah. of brothers. Anyways, there's a couple sets yeah. of brothers. And, but I mean, you can even you can even say like, you can't even argue the fact that, oh, he was given this opportunity. He was drafted number one. All No, he was not. He, he had the odds for, totally against him. He worked for every single thing that he has ever succeeded and gotten from. I mean, he was drafted in the seventh round. He was a backup at Michigan. He was a backup in high school. Yeah. Like he, nothing was ever handed like to in- him inspiring right. story nothing was handed to him he, he wasn't born into it he just put in the work he put in the time as you can see that's what is a recipe for success and having I, the right mindset and yep. putting in the time i, mean, I think just, in your mentality right you are what you think you are right kj said the other day just on a side note we're going to wrap this up he said i can't dad i can't 
And Croy went into this 15 minute conversation about, you know, yes, you can like that pisses me off. Don't ever say you can't KJ when you can don't ever say you can't period, which right. is true. Like KJ, I think he was trying to balance someone, but it was something so minor, but yeah. it was a, it was a chance as a parent to teach a lesson. I kind of walked in on it or whatever. Never say I can't. Yeah. Right. No matter how many times you're told no, like the FedEx, uh, Fred Smith, is that his name? Fred Smith. Founder of FedEx. Yeah. Founder of FedEx. Anyways, he had like an F, he got an F on his paper about, about FedEx and what his goal was in the future. And they, they gave him and he, he failed right. the whole thing. And look at FedEx. We see their truck every 10 feet, you know? Right. So no matter how many times you're told no, the answer is never no. This goes back to Kaya, my sweet yeah. Kaya, who <laughs> might be a Tom Brady baby. Yeah. All right, you guys, thanks so much for tuning into this episode of House of Kim. We'll be back next week. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Bierman. Catch new episodes weekly at pioneerpodcasting.com and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Love the show? Don't forget to leave a rating and review. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.